Hey guys, welcome to Here's the Point. This is a part of a college ministry in Middle Tennessee. This podcast is designed for the college student. While you're navigating some of the hardest seasons you've faced so far, we desire for this podcast to point you to the Word and help you work through decisions and dilemmas from a biblical perspective. For more information about our ministry, go check us out on Instagram at thepointnv. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point. It's Dakota Logan, and joining us today, we have our favorite girl in the world, Delaney Degelo. Hey! And also our friend is back in the studio today, Pastor Nick Person in the house. What is going on, everybody? Always good to be a part of the Points Podcast. I love it. Here's the point. So good. Um, <laughs> but uh, I need to start Dakota. Uh, and it's been a while since we've been together doing a podcast. I know. You know, me and Delaney have been, you know, flying solo I know. the last few times. But I need to go ahead and take an opportunity to apologize to our friend Delaney. Wow. Okay. Well, that was honestly like the best like words I could have heard today. (laughs) Let me tell you why I'm apologizing. So um, last week at the point, um, our friend, our beloved Delaney was doing her announcement. She was landing the plane and she said something that I just thought was ridiculous. (laughs) um, I really thought it was ridiculous. And she said something about you can hashtag it on Instagram. We hop in. Is that what you said? It had to do with it's Easter. Hopping. It had to it's do, hopping. It had to do with our Easter, yeah, Easster plan. It's hopping, yeah. like hashtag I said you it's post hopping. Instagram. And I thought that was ridiculous. And so I went out and told her my thoughts about what she just unrehearsed. Said. Unrehearsed. Nick unrehearsed. just grabbed a random mic and walks out. I did. I did. It scares um, me to death. Okay, guy. I get it. Okay. okay. I walked out. Yes. They understand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Stop. Stop yep. piling on. Anyways. Um, and so this week, you know, it's you know, I've seen a <laughs> lot of hashtag sentences utilizing Mm. it's hopping. And one thing that really caught my attention was Crumble Cookie said, our Crumble Cookie flavors this week are really hopping. Mm. And And you're a a major fan of Crumble Cookies. I am. And so if Crumble Cookies is saying our Crumble (laughs) Cookie flavors are hopping, then maybe I have misjudged Delaney. Maybe. Wow. And so Delaney, I am sorry for saying that what you said was ridiculous. You're apparently a little bit more relevant than- Hashtag, I- it's hopping. Woo, just a dig. <laughs> also, I felt like when it happened last, well, I guess when we released it, it'll be two Tuesdays yeah. ago, but it's like I was watching Kanye and Taylor Swift. It was oh, like it was like Kanye was like coming God. out to like Beyonce had the best album. <laughs> because honestly, I had a Taylor Swift face. I was like, I'm not very often speechless. I was like, but Kanye I was. is just going out there, just stealing the show right now. It was so funny. First of all, my mom commented on the Facebook live stream and said, "It's hopping, Delaney," and then called me afterwards and was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, mom, I'm fine." So can we redo the welcome? Can I can I say today in the studio we have my friends Taylor Swift and, and uh, Kanye, Kanye West. Listen, Dakota, that was well played, man. Well played, man. I'm a I'm a Mike bully, is what See, you said. You just fine. have to exactly. trust me. Like I'm I'm pretty cool sometimes. Maybe I'm a trendsetter. Maybe maybe I'm behind the trend. Who knows? But I feel like I'm I'm pretty cool sometimes. Can Let's just, I'm sorry. Move on. Oh, thank I'm you. Sorry. I accept your apology. Thank you. Anyway, uh, this is a great moment for us, this this team, because anytime Nick has growing. to humble himself, it's always just a sweet moment it's, for everyone. Yeah, we write it down. Um, <laughs> Dear Diary, today, Nick said <laughs> this. Best right day now. So before he can jump back in, we're going to move on to our question of the week. And today's question 
for us to debate is what's the best Easter candy of all time? Starburst jelly beans sold. Ooh. I love Starburst jelly beans. You just jumped right out. Oh, I love yeah, you did. Or the Jolly Rancher ones. I love them because my mom is a jelly bean fanatic. Okay. So all of our Easter like baskets, our eggs were always full of jelly beans. So to okay. me, that like encompasses Easter candy is Starburst or Jolly Rancher's jelly beans. Okay. Okay. Locked okay. in. Dakota, go ahead. Okay. So for me growing up, like I always, <laughs> I don't even know what's in them. Like little Cadbury eggs, like little uh, chocolate chocolate egg with stuff inside. Like, I, like as a kid, I always loved bake. them. But now, now I feel like I have a little bit more of a refined palate. So I need- <laughs> a refined, um, refined palate. You have a refined palate? <laughs> yes. Such a great taste. Okay. So He's like, I, I'm too classy for yeah. the Cadbury I, I need, I need something with white chocolate or dark chocolate. Um, the Reese's and yeah, so like, it, does Reese's do like a, like a white chocolate, a white chocolate egg? Mm -hmm. Or yes, I, I'm gonna go Reese's white chocolate egg is my final so answer. So good! Wow. Well, Dakota, I'm a little surprised because our favorite Easter candy of all time is the same thing. But I will say I'm milk chocolate or white chocolate because I think they're both excellent because yeah. of the peanut butter to chocolate ratio is right in the Reese's eggs. Yes. It's better than a Reese's cup I agree. ratio. I agree. In the egg, it is perfect. The egg, it just mm -hmm. like the whole shape, it just mm -hmm. does right. It like does. it's like because the balance of the peanut butter, it's not like because the cup sometimes it's like on the top, you're like, that's a lot of chocolate. Yeah. But the egg, it's just you're even. right. I agree. Yeah. Smooth. I girl. Why do they have the ruffles on Reach. the other the Reese's, you know, on the edge? The like yeah, but it's, it's so smooth it's with the egg. Move. It's their yeah. signature move. Yeah. I get all. it. So, but I'm yeah. with you guys. Nice. Wow. But the Cadbury egg, I was like, Ooh. I thought yeah, you I were just, gonna land there, and I, I was just like, remember, Ooh. I just remember seeing those like, like growing up and thinking, oh yeah, it's just like, where did you, where did you grow up? Are you gonna go there? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go there. <laughs> I'm asking the question. I grew up in the sticks, Nick. What, but, but like where? What, where would you, what city or the town? the the fine establishment of Woodbury, Tennessee? Google Woodbury. it. Yeah, Google I it. can see. Dakota going to the local convenience Yeehaw. store and all Cadbury. they had was the Cadbury egg <laughs> from five years back. Yeah. And Dakota's like, oh, they're back. <laughs> they're back. <laughs> the dollar store. Surprise, we ain't got a Walmart. Shawnee. Rolling up into the dollar store, do Dollar General. The dollar store, right? But they're oh, candy. Yeah. might be a little old and matchy, oh, but look. it's fine. It's like everybody's leftovers get sent to Dollar General. You were, you're so, so Dakota's going like he comes to empty issues. He's like, have y'all heard of Cadbury egg? <laughs> you guys like, heard of a Cadbury egg? What a rush. <laughs> and when I say I have a refined palate, maybe it's just I just moved geographically. And so <laughs> and there was that, a that whole new world. Q whole Aladdin. World. What oh, are these Reese's eggs? This new invention. All righty. Right, wow. Delaney. What yes. a rush. Where are we headed, Delaney? Okay. So today we are going to be navigating a topic that is something that we all deal with, whether we're vocal about it or not. And so we're talking about insecurity. And yeah. I like on the front end, I'm excited to talk about this because this is not a girl struggle, a guy struggle. This is just a people struggle. Yeah. And when you look right. up the definition of insecurity, I love definitions. As we know, English nerd and proud. It says it is defined as lack of confidence or assurance or just self-doubt. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. self-doubt, like I think that it is fair to say everybody at some point has struggled with self-doubt. Absolutely. Some people, it might be more regular, but I we have all been in a season, moment, just a time where we are struggling with self-doubt, which is insecurity. So Dakota, what do you think is just the, the cause of this insecurity in our culture, in our personal life, and why is it that we all seem to deal with this at some point or the other? Yeah, so major cause of insecurity is this. Yes. 
it all comes back to an identity crisis mm. yeah. of not, not understanding who we are mm-hmm. um, and who we are in Christ. Yeah. So whether it be being insecure about our bodies, whether it be worrying about what people think about you, mm. do people like me? Am I good enough? All of these things have something in common. Yeah. And it's that whenever I'm thinking about those things, my eyes are on myself. Mm. Yeah. What you just said in the definition that you gave us, Delaney, it's yeah. self-doubt. My eyes are on myself and yeah, that I am good. doubting or I'm not confident that I'm good enough or that I'm measuring up or whatever it is. So it all comes back to being an, an identity crisis. And so for me personally, my insecurities thrive. When I'm thinking more about myself mm. and my ability to be good enough or or to do something good enough. Yeah. It always comes back to to me. My eyes are on me whenever I'm insecure. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I think my insecurities begin to rise up when it has to do with what other people think about me. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, it's it's coming back to are they gonna like me? Am I good enough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so whether it be there are so many different things that we that we can be insecure about. Whether it be like just picking picking a major, sometimes there's insecurity in that. You're like, I don't know what I want to, I don't know what I want to be, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Or there's insecurity in that. Maybe you're insecure in your relationship and you're having a tendency to want to be someone that you're not, to either keep him around or to get her to like you. Yikes. And and guys, like I, I would say this: when it comes to relationships and insecurities, you don't need to be anyone but yourself. Right. Well, mm. you don't need to be anyone other than who's, who God's calling you to be. Yeah. Um, because if you're trying to put on a front to get someone to like you or, or, or whatever it is, that's just going to create more damage down, down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when we're doing these things, when our eyes are on us, we're always going to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're called to as believers. Mm-hmm. Galatians 1.10 says this, and this is a verse that I've had to go back to over and over again. And I want to encourage you guys to memorize mm-hmm. it. Write it on your hearts, have it in your memory so that you can speak this to yourself in moments of anxiety and insecurity. And here's what it says, Galatians 1.10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Mm. Or am I trying to please people? Yeah. If I were still trying to please people, mm. I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm. I love that verse. And I, I have to go to it often yeah. to remind myself, hey, I'm not, I'm not seeking to please people. I'm seeking to be confident in who God is and who he's called me to be. Yeah. And so, again, so we're called to set our eyes on who God is and who we are in Christ. Gosh. So we, we need to be confident in that. Yeah. And I've just now, honestly, just the past few years, gotten to a place where I'm like, hey, I can be confident in myself, but knowing when I say that, I'm not literally just like Dakota Logan as a human, um, yeah. but it's who God's called me to be. Yeah. Because if God's called me to something, then I can be confident in that. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't have to be insecure about that. No. Um, and so... Be confident in who God is. Yeah. It's not a confidence in yourself. It's confidence in who He is and who God has mm. called you to be. That's good. Mm, that is good. And I also think about you said something about it's not about presenting this form of who you are to that person in order to get them to like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, the problem is we put on so many different layers of mask yeah. that we're not sure which mask is really us. Ooh, yes. And the truth of the matter yes. is none of the masks are you. Yeah. Uh, you are who is underneath, but yet we have tried so hard to fix ourselves into this position or this picture of what we think others want to be, we have lost sight of who we are. And mm-hmm. so like for some of us, when you say take the mask off, you're like, I'm not even wearing a mask. And you're like, oh, you have been so fooled and you have been so, you know, exercising that muscle of wearing a mask that you don't even know that you're wearing one. Yeah. Right? And so you can take the mask off because I love the invitation from the king to come as you are. 
Like, mm-hmm. come as you are. I, I think of waking up in the morning. Come as you are. Yeah. With the drool, with the sleep just pressed up on your face. Right. Like, come as you are, and I'm inviting you, and I will make you whole, and I will make you new. And, man, that's hard because that's vulnerable. Yeah. And yeah. we're not very good at being vulnerable, but... As we're wrestling through insecurity, man, I think about how so often I'm insecure. Yeah. And and I think I I play secure pretty well. Like hmm. I I can fake security mm-hmm. because I've had a lot of time to practice security, but I'm always asking this question, like, what is what is this teenager gonna think of me? Like yeah. this I, and it's crazy because I'm almost 40 years old. Why is it so important what a 15-year-old thinks about me? Right. They ain't yeah. got no job. Like, right. I mean, they <laughs> yeah. have lived no life. But yet I'm like, man, I want them to think that I'm relevant. I want them to think that I'm cool. So what can I do mm. in order to make them think right. that? And also being a person of color, there are times where I'm like, well, am I black enough? Like, yeah. I want to make sure that I'm fitting the mold so that people of color, other people of color know that I'm down so that I'm accepted by them. Hmm. And then you flip the script and you're like, well, I also want someone who is not a person of color to listen to me and give me weight to what I say. So I want to make sure that I'm not too over the top to what they think is permissible. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm always walking in this form of insecurity where the invitation that God gives me is to be Nick rooted in Jesus. Yeah, Like Nick, be you. Like it's okay to be you and you don't have to be insecure because you are secure in me and rooted in me and that's enough. Mm -hmm. But man, sometimes it doesn't feel like enough. Yeah. Sometimes if I don't get the accolades and the approval from man and what I can see, sometimes I think I have to work at it until it leads me to a place of being insecure in who I've been called to be Mm. because I'm not sure what that looks like. So Yeah, that's so good. I... I'm also very good at um, playing the confidence game of like, mm. I am so confident. You, I have not a doubt mm. in the world. And then internally I'm like, mm. ah, doubt. Mm. But <laughs> it is one of those things where we have put so much weight on the world's mm. opinion of us. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm. like, like you said, like we're fixating on self, but then we look to everybody else to affirm what we're portraying. Like, mm. tell me I'm smart. Tell me I'm pretty. Tell yeah. me I'm this. Tell me I'm good enough in my <sighs> major. Like when we get bad grades, we're like, oh, I'm not being affirmed. And then I think also another thing is that kind of going off what you were saying is like, we start self-doubt. It's we're focusing on self, but I also think that there's like creator doubt. We forget the Ooh. perfection of creation because mm-hmm. we think that perfection excludes us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like God creates perfect things. God is good. God is in control. But then we think he made an error with us. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is just such a lie that the enemy uses, that culture uses, because we're like, God, I don't look like them, so something's wrong. Or God, I'm not like them, something's wrong. Mm. And it's like, so you think you have the authority or just like the doubt to walk in this posture of comparison. Like there's not a template. Like this is perfection. Here's the template other than Jesus, obviously. Jesus is the template, but that's not an appearance thing. Like looking different is good. Mm-hmm. Acting different is good, but we have started to believe this lie, like God made a mistake with me. I don't know if you guys have ever thought that, but there have been times where I'm like, God made a mistake. He mm-hmm. made me too loud. He made me too this. He made me, why do I look like this and not this? And I think that that is allowing like the enemy and the world to like contort this view of who God is. Like yeah. he makes beautiful, perfect things. Like if he mm-hmm. knit you together, he didn't miss yeah. a spot. Yeah. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. like, ah, Man, I forgot to turn her down two notches. That's so weird. I put her on loud. But, like, yeah. I used to think that. I was like, man, like, there's something wrong with me. Like, God made me incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And I think that insecurity can be, like, this doubt that perfection and intentional design included you, not excluded you. Ooh. So. 
Look at a little play on words so right there. You see what she did there? Yeah, Thank well. Thank you for mm. that. Mm. <laughs> I, love, I love this conversation too because like, like we've all said, this this is three pretty uh, pretty confident people. <laughs> at, at least we portray that, or yeah. like we do. Like we yeah. we also have to have something to say. Have to have the right thing to say. Have to you know have something encouraging to say to people, be able to help them. But like we, none of us are excluded from this. Yeah. We all have insecurities. All of us. Yeah. And it's like there are definitely seasons where it spikes up, or like environments yeah. where it spikes up. Yeah. Because like if I'm in a room with like strong like biblical women, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm insecure. But it's like certain environments. We thrive, and then other environments, we're, like, more aware. But it's crazy, like you said, like, I want this teenager to be proud of me. Like, I taught in kids' ministry. Kids' ministry. They're literally, like, under 12, and I was like, oh, what if they hate me? <laughs> I was looking at their eyes. I was like, do you guys think I'm cool? Like, and they're like, oh. one of them, like, six. They're like, we don't know what you're saying. And I'm yeah. like, but you, do you like me? And it's yeah. this weird yeah. desire. We want acceptance so bad, but mm-hmm. we go to all the wrong places to find it. Yeah. Which is what fuels the insecurity. Mm. But— I have another question going off of this yeah. for you, Nick. Does this affect my spiritual walk? Is mm. insecurity something that is going to affect my relationship with the Lord, or is it just something that I can feel and move forward in a healthy manner? Um, I think, yeah, it impacts your spiritual walk because it shows what you're really rooted in and where your confidence comes from. Yeah, that's good. Right? And so it's really revealing. Um, and And we have to remember that we are secure in Christ and what Christ has done. And so we are not an insecure people because of what we have our security in. This is not just willing ourselves, I'm not going to be insecure today. No, this is because of what the king has done and because the king invited me to his table and because of whose table I sit at, I have nothing to be insecure about. Yeah, I'm in processing. Yes, I'm fixing my eyes on the author and perfecter of my faith to remember whose I am so I can remember who. I am, but I think we have to remember that. And Mm -hmm. it's sometimes difficult to remember that. So how do you remember that? Well, you have to read what the king says about you. You have to be reminded of who you are based on the king's perspective. And I go here often. First Peter chapter two, verse nine says this, but you are a chosen people. Yeah. But you are a chosen people. Guess what? You are included in that, Delaney. Dakota, you are included in that. If you are in Christ, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. This is not your own robes you bring to the table, but you put on the robe of righteousness so you're a part of a royal priesthood. This is a gift given from the king. And so you get to walk in that confidence, not a confidence you have established on your own, but a confidence that has been given to you through the completed work of the king, a holy nation. You are set apart, not because of your performance, but again, because of who your king is. He has set you apart and he has made you holy. He has given you his righteousness and he has taken on your sin and has paid for it in full and nailed it to a cross so that you can walk in freedom and that you could be holy. Yeah. And I love this part because this feels so, it's such a sweet reminder, God's special possession. Mm. Like, I think for me, sometimes I forget that my king is fond of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I think, well, when I do well, when I haven't sinned lately, when I've done all the things, uh, but like, I'm God's special possession because God loves me 
and he surrendered his son for me. Yeah. And so I'm his special possession because I've been bought with a really high price. Yeah. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Nick, you are now built on the firm foundation of what Jesus has done. That is where your security mm-hmm. comes from. So you no longer have to go to grave clothes of insecurity, but you can walk in freedom because you have been called to life. Um, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And I think for me, I just have to be reminded of that so that I can walk well in that. And I think as I remember who I am, it allows me to break free from the bondage of insecurity. Yeah. And it's something that I have to go to often daily, sometimes moment by moment. That way, whoa, 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 Nick, it's not based on your shoes. It's not based on your height. It's not based on anything. Yeah. Your security is not based on any of those things. Mm-hmm. It's based on the king. Mm-hmm. And so, Nick, when you remember the king, you remember who the king says you are, then you can walk better and you don't have to give in to the vice of insecurity. Right. Um, but, man, it's a process, y'all, and it yeah. takes intentionality. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and as you're talking, it just reminded me that, you know, I think so often we we are insecure in different areas of our lives, whether, like, like I said, with, you know, relationships or my body image or, mm-hmm. or you know, my job or my school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times we're insecure spiritually. Yeah. God, am I good enough? Am, 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 I, doing, like, yeah. am I doing good enough lately? Mm-hmm. And... That type mm. of understanding of relationship with God is, is never going to fuel obedience. Mm. Understanding that when we accepted Christ, when you put your faith and trust in Christ and asked him to rescue you, like the said earlier, he's the template, right? Yeah. But when we put our faith and trust in him, then his righteousness, then the template is put right on top of us. Yeah. And so when, when now when God looks at us, he sees the perfection of Christ. He sees yeah. the righteousness of Christ. Mm. And so, and I also know that, that I'm empowered by the Holy Spirit to fight temptation, to walk in obedience and to mm. do those things. But I know that I'm operating from a place of being approved by God, yeah. not yeah. doing those things for his approval. And even, even like being a Christian for several years now, being, being in ministry for seven, I still have to go back to that. Mm-hmm. I still fall back into, okay, God, I'm doing these things. And, and like, mm. are you proud of me now? Like, you proud of me, pops? You know, like, mm. but, but knowing that like he's, already approved of me mm. in Christ. There's nothing, there's no amount of good things that I could do that's going to be good enough for him to accept me. Mm-hmm. It's all what Christ has done for me and yeah. then flowing out of that, operating out of that approval yeah. because of the finished work of Christ. That's so good, man. Yeah. And Gosh. it is it is crazy to think about the fact that insecurity really does stop us from walking well. Yeah. Like it mm. does. Like sometimes I think we think like I'm, a, I'm just insecure. It's fine. Like mm. I do that all the time. I'm like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Everybody struggles mm. with it. So I can just keep doing it and I'm mm. fine. But in Hebrews 12, 1, it talks about like laying down the weights that hold us from running our race well. Mm. And insecurity stops us from running well because if we don't actually think that we were picked and like chosen to run the race mm. and like that he's cheering us on, like how could we do it well? Yeah. Like we can't. And if we're always thinking that there's error or flaw or that we're less than, like how are we going to run mm-hmm. well? How are we yeah. going to love the Lord well? We can't because yeah. there's a part of our heart that just is not in line with his. Because if he's like, hey, I love mm. you, you're a chosen priesthood, like you're royal, you're holy, you're set apart, like I'm for you, the insecurity is like, but are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? And so how can we serve well if we don't even believe yeah. that like we are loved well? Yeah. And that's what's like scary about insecurity because I think I sometimes belittle insecurity. I'm like, it's not a big deal. It doesn't really change anything, but it changes a lot. Right. 
and you're kind of on you're kind of on this this trail right now. So, Delaney, what are some things that we can do to fight insecurity in our lives? What are some practical yeah. ways for us to fight insecurity, mm-hmm. and how can we how can we as believers help with this issue in our culture? Yeah. So I think first of all, we just have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we're like, I'm not struggling, I'm not insecure, I'm great, but we <laughs> have to be honest and be like, hey, I'm insecure, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. I. And when we're honest, it's like we can't move past something if we don't even admit it's happening, Mm. which we do a lot. We're like, I'm not insecure. I'm confident. And internally, once again, ah, me. Um, But but we also don't use that as an excuse to just stay in it. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I'm insecure. Like if you say I'm insecure every Mm. day, it's like, okay, something's – we got to shift. We got to make some progress here. Mm. But also we have to see what it's stemming from. Mm. Like what is my insecurity stemming from? Like what am I looking at? to decide that I'm less than, that something's wrong with me. Like, what Mm. is fueling that? Like, for me, social media, man. And not to say that that is the only thing that causes Mm. it, but when I'm most insecure, it is because I'm going to that as the template. Mm. I'm like, I don't look like her. Mm. I'm not engaged like her. What is wrong? And it's because I'm going to that. Like, there are times where I'm just like, delete, bye. Like, get off for a second because I've decided that I put that as the template not the word as the template. Well, and I think, let me just speak into that a little bit, like, because you're comparing everyone else's highlight reel to your your real life. Yeah. Right? And so it's never going to compare. No. I mean, it's never going to compare. And so I think you have to know that. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm not less than because I get to see the best of everyone. Like, that is not the template. And I think it's so hard to remember that's not the template. Right. Because it's always up in front of you. And so... And it's like what you fixate on is what you believe. Mm. And so it's like if you're fixating on social media and that is your, it's everything. Or like the gym. Like if you go to the Mm. gym and you're like, I don't look like them. Like there's different places where it's like we have to be aware and have our guard up because we know us best. Like we know what triggers us to make us like fall into insecurity. But Ephesians 2.10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so we would walk in them. Like we're his workmanship. Like Mm -hmm. he did a good job. Like, and believing that. And yes, another thing is, is we compare to other people. Yeah, they're great, but so are you. And just because you don't look like them or act like them or that's not less than, and it shouldn't Mm -hmm. cause insecurity. Like we look different, we act different. Great. That just shows how creative our God is and how good he is. And then acknowledging where your worth comes from. Because I think insecurity is, once again, this misalignment with where our worth and value and who we are stems from. Because if we are fixed in Christ and, like, we find, like, our worth in that, then, like, we'll be content. And it's like a reminder in Romans 7, like nothing good comes from us. Like we should have confidence in who he is because we got nothing. Mm. None of us do. And like looks don't matter that much. Mm. Grades don't matter that much. Job doesn't matter that much. Like we have put an ultimate stress on these things that cause insecurity that we weren't called to fixate on. And then um, it's just once again, like even me, like Romans 8, 28, he says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And it's like, a lot of us, a fear of failure is what brings about insecurity or a feel of being fear of being less than. And it's like, hey, like we know that God is for us and he loves us. And if we walk in that, we won't have to walk worrying so much about what the world thinks of us. Like, mm. what do you guys think? Like, do you think I'm doing a good job or mm. do I look good? Does this look good? Do you like this? Do you like that? And it's like, no, instead, like he has good things for us, but we have to fixate on him to get that. And I just would say the biggest thing is know yourself. 
Know who your creator is and who he created you to be, but then know what causes insecurity for you and find a healthy rhythm of not fixating on that. Mm, You're not supposed to look like the person next to you because Mm. if he wanted us to all look alike, he would have done it. If there was a perfect appearance, we would all have it. But instead, yeah, (laughs) it's it's weird. Everyone's like, I've always wanted to look like Nick Person. (laughs) But. It just the ball round hit. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But like it is when you actually think about it, not to be the cheese ball of the Mm. group. But like when you look around and see how different everybody looks, like that should just remind us how cool the Lord is. That He wants us to look different. Like, and my small group girl said it last week. We always want what we can't have, and we always like what somebody might be most insecure about. We wish we had it, which is just so weird that you're like ah. Like sometimes me, I'm like ah. Hey, how loud I am, and one of my girls like I wish I could be loud. I wish I could Mm. be outspoken. I'm like. What you mean? But Mm. we always want what we can't have Mm. because we have idolized it or elevated it. Mm. And it's not a comparison game. We're not called to look like each other. And so we need to be confident in our creator, not in our appearance, our job, our relationship status, because that's not where confidence is supposed to come from. Yeah. Mm. No. That's great, Delaney. I have, yeah. I, have, I have nothing to add to that. That was so good. So take us home. I'll when put it a comes period. To- yeah, yeah, girl. Period. Exclamation mark. Amen, girl. Amen. All right. Mark. So here's the point. You guys remember that One Direction song? You're insecure. Don't know it for. You guys know it? Yes. Sing I it. do, Dakota does Sing it again. Sing it again. You're insecure. Don't know what for. Ooh. That's, you're welcome, I love it. you guys. Now, if Anza was here, she, she loved Get us on Spotify. Yeah. You, wait, wait, wait. Can we go just real quick? Yeah. Are you, you not familiar song? with one you're direction? Insecure. No, I am. I just like. You don't know that song? You're insecure to know what book. You don't think you're beautiful. Oh, oh. yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, you, I need a little even, more. Hold on. Do you think he just tried to be cool? No, I needed the chorus. That's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> See, I, I, just, I needed the chorus, guys. I needed the chorus. Y'all yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we started. All right, song. so here's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just a reminder that the king is fond of you. He created you intentionally. Insecurities, yes, yes, we all fall into them, but Mm. we don't need to walk in them. We're not called to. We're called to lay them aside. And yes, it's a process. You're not going to just wake up one day and be like, I am fully confident. Mm. Like Nick, you said, you're almost 40 and you're still walking that. Like, sorry, I kind of stuttered on the board. Oh, through all the age. I didn't. He said it earlier. Over the the hill year. I'm trying to remind people (laughs) that it's not an age thing that we we don't grow out of insecurity. Nick's Nick's worse Uh, You said 40 earlier. I'm not roasting you. Okay. No, but okay. Okay. What I was saying. I think I always used to think that you grow out, you age out of insecurity. I was like, once I'm not in high school. Nick is 40. Yeah, yeah, he's still insecure. So but it is one of those things that it doesn't take. It's not something that we grow out of. It's just a posture that we have to walk in consistently, seeking the Lord, fixing our eyes on him, and being reminded that like. We're not supposed to look like each other. We all do struggle with this. But once again, we're not called to walk in it. We're called to lay it aside and remember that the Lord created you with purpose and intentionality. And his creation is not flawed. And Mm -hmm. he loves us and he's for us. So insecurity is the worst. And it's not fun. But we're not called to walk in that forever. So instead, we're going to walk in confidence, remembering who created us and what we're called to do. But we love you guys. Send this to your peeps. Make sure you listen again next week because we like hanging out with you guys. But that's all we've got. So we'll catch you next week on another episode of Here's the Point. Bye. See you guys.